Welcome to Inside the Castle, the podcast that goes behind castle doors to have real conversations with real people about solving the nation's toughest challenges. I'm one of your hosts today, Angie Frymuth. And I'm Emily Chervoya. In this episode, we are talking about dam safety in honor of the upcoming National Dam Safety Awareness Day. With us today is Travis Tucka and Aaron Snyder. Thank you both for joining us today. Great being to be here. Before we get started, uh, we always like to get to know our guests. And I know Aaron is a regular host on the, the podcast, but it's always good to let him introduce himself for those new listeners that we might have. So Aaron, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your role within USACE? Thanks, Angie. And, and I don't know if I've actually given an introduction to myself before. So I'm the the director of the core water infrastructure financing program, uh, the core's newest and most exciting program, as I like to say. Uh, I've been with the core for 20 years. The vast majority of my time has been with St. Paul district uh, and headquarters. I started originally as a PM planner uh, and economist for the, the core in St. Paul, and then you know, moved on into you know project management role, then in our planning office. Uh, but throughout my career, I've taken advantage of a bunch of different opportunities with details at headquarters, working for the PCOP, done a lot of work on the, on the planning guidance for watershed planning, and then I've also done a number of deployments uh, for hurricane recovery. So uh, just kind of a, a broad experience there from you know econ planning, project management, and now uh, working in finance. So it's great to be here. And Travis, how about you? Hi, my name is Travis Tutka. I'm the Corps of Engineers Headquarters Dam Levy Safety Branch Chief. Um, I'm new to that position, but I've worked for over 30 years with the Corps of Engineers, uh, all of that time within Dam and Levy Safety. I started off in our St. Louis District office and had about 10 dams that I was in charge of making sure our dam safety was covered on those structures. And I moved over to some levy safety initiatives and made my way through the risk management center up to headquarters. Uh, there's been a lot of changes in the dam safety community. Travis, can you tell us more about why USACE took this approach? and how it is being applied by dam safety program managers and dam safety officers across the enterprise. Yeah, flood risk management touches on many of the programs within the Corps of Engineers Civil Works mission. Uh, it's critical that all these various programs recognize our common purpose and we seek out opportunities to work together to achieve maximum flood risk reduction benefits. The dam safety program wants to make sure that we're working with those in close communication within the agency so that we speak with one voice and offer consistent information about risk to our stakeholders. Sharing our dam risk information with our partners and the public, it helps foster communities that are connected by a shared responsibility, make sure we all understand our risks and promotes informed decision-making for all of those involved and how to manage the impacts of potential flooding. So the National Inventory of Dams is a a wonderful resource for a lot of different dam owners, not just the Corps of Engineers, but uh, the Corps of Engineers is in charge of maintaining that. And we're trying to kind of lead the way as to trying to share more information so that the potentially impacted public can better understand their risks. So the new National Inventory of Dams allows agencies to decide what types of information they want to share, um, but the Corps has added some more information to ours. So dam safety includes many activities that assess the structures and help us prepare for emergencies, such as inspections, instrumentation monitoring, 
uh, emergency exercises and other preparedness activities. Also, when we notice problems, we implement interim risk reduction measures, and we do a variety of different evaluations on the structures, and we communicate those risks. So now the core is sharing some summary information of all those different activities within the NID so that we highlight the benefits of these structures, we share any concerns that we have identified, and also talk about what actions we're taking to address those risks. So while dams don't eliminate all flood risks, we found that communicating about risk and the development of improved technological and analytical tools from over the last decade allows for a more comprehensive understanding of dam risk. The potential impacts on communities, and we want to share this information with those potentially impacted. So, Travis, you mentioned that inspections still play a role in dam safety. How does the Dam Safety Action Classification, otherwise known as DSAC system, work with the risk-informed approach? So, inspections are critical to update our understanding of the dam's current condition and inform our predictions about how it will perform in future floods. So the DSAC, the Dam Safety Action Classification, that's an internal tool we use to kind of categorize our most critical highest risk structures to our lower risk structures. So we refer to our highest risk as a DSAC 1 and our lowest risk as a DSAC 5. And our inspections are critical that we don't just have a static um, category for each of our dams, that over time that evolves as the dam evolves. Um, so risk assessments are something we perform over the life of the structure that we um, calculate a risk estimate, and there's many factors involved with that, such as evacuation effectiveness, how quickly people can get out of harm's way, and other aspects of the performance of the structure. All this information we pull together to give a holistic picture and determine what our future actions are to manage the risk with that, that dam. I learned that USACE was recently a part of a comprehensive dam safety peer review of three federal agencies. Travis, can you provide some background about the report and what it means for the enterprise? Yeah, the Corps of Engineers is a self-regulated dam owner, and with that, we want to have external checks on how we're doing with that uh, very important charge that our society has given us. So we do these external peer reviews to make sure we're, we understand our risks, we're managing those risks appropriately, and how we're communicating about those risks. So in 2019, the Corps of Engineers, the Bureau of Reclamation, and the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission, we brought in an external independent experts to review and recommend improvements to how each of our agencies are implementing risk-informed dam safety practices. So that independent review was completed by a panel with a broad range of experience, perspectives, and expertise. It includes academics and private sector consultants from the United States, the Netherlands, and Australia. Expertise included civil engineering, dam and levy engineering, dam and levy risk analysis, and risk analysis practice in other industries. Also had additional dam ownership perspective and dam safety regulator perspective. So this review was undertaken in response to legislation that came from Congress, and it was motivated by issues with Oroville Dam spillway in 2017. The panel did not solely focus on the agency's practices, but also considered how those practices influence broader dam safety practices within the Corps of Engineers and broader within the United States and the other agencies that were uh, included. The review culminated in a report. It's called the Independent External Peer Review of Risk Policies and Methodologies for the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, Bureau of Reclamation, and Federal Energy Regulatory Commission, 
that provides recommendations to improve risk policies and methodologies for each agency. There's a lot of past and current information about our dams, and we continually seek improvement to better inform our decisions with the best available data. So thank you, Travis, for really talking us through what it is that the Corps of Engineers um, is doing in regards to dam safety. I do want to go to Aaron now, who has mentioned at the top of this interview that he is the director of a new program, which is the Corps Water Infrastructure Financing Program. And so, Aaron, can you talk a little bit about the Corps' Water Infrastructure Financing Program and then how it connects to dam safety? Yeah, Angie, I can do that. So. You know, this is a really exciting new program, like I mentioned, uh, but the core is moving into the world of banking. Uh, so we are going to be providing federal loans to non-federal entities so they can manage their infrastructure. Uh, initially, the program focuses solely on dam safety projects. So those dam safety projects have to be identified in the National Inventory of Dams. And then those owners can come to us and receive loans that are low cost, long term and very flexible. Those terms really have a relatively low cost to the federal taxpayer, but they can provide tremendous savings to the borrower. Um, so your local community, you know, your city, state, or local government can come and borrow from us at a very great rate and save ta local taxpayers about 20% compared to their other financing options that are available. Um, private entities can also borrow from us. And I think it's important to point out, you know, Travis was talking about the dams and it really in relation to the, I think the core of engineers dams or even federal dams, but the vast majority of dams in the nation are actually non-federally owned. There's well over 87,000 dams nationwide and the vast majority of those are, you know, private or local governments, not with the federal government. Obviously the big dams that most people hear about, you know, tend to be owned within the federal realm. But what we're looking at is trying to also help infrastructure because We've seen, you know, the, the lower grades uh, from the report cards of, I think, a D for infrastructure and dams. Well, that applies to everyone and all of the dams out there. And what we're trying to do is target with our program some of these other dams that aren't in the core's purview or some of these dams that might not be able to meet the, the requirements to be have that federal interest. Uh, so we're trying to just really get capital out there so everybody can fix their dams uh, across the nation. So, Aaron, what type of projects are eligible for SWIFT-P? So Congress has provided us funding that allows us for any dam safety project uh, to improve that dam. So what we, we are viewing that as is anything associated with improving the safety of that dam. So obviously structural modifications to the dam to make it safer, but there's a whole bunch of other alternatives that engineers can come up with that improve the safety of dam. You know, you can look at limiting inflows to a reservoir as ways to, to make a dam safer. Uh, you can modify uh, the spillways, but those are options. But really another option is also removing a dam. The safest dam is probably no dam at all. So really we're looking at the full suite of alternatives there. And our goal is just to improve the safety of the nation's dams um, and including the possible removal of those. So, Aaron, if we have a person listening to this episode and they want to know more about the SWIFT-P program, where can they go to find more information? We have multiple ways. First, the Corps has a great website. So find your uh, preferred search engine and just do a search for USACE and CWIFP or SWIFT-P. That will get you to our website. Otherwise, uh, if you can remember, you can always go to www.usace.army.mil slash SWIFTP. Those are great resources. Uh, you can, if you're, you know, within the core, feel free to, to reach out to me directly through our global 
but I think those are the, the easiest ways to get to us. We're putting out information um, everywhere we can. Uh, if you happen to own a project and want to reach out, we will meet with you at any time. And another thing you can do is I think in a couple of weeks, we're going to be doing another podcast that's specifically focused on this program. So I would encourage you to listen to that podcast as well. Well, we are nearing the end of our time together today. But before we part ways, do either one of you have any final thoughts? Uh, Travis, we will start with you. Yeah, our upcoming National Dam Safety Awareness Day is a reminder that dams provide tremendous benefits to our society. They reduce flooding, they provide power, they support navigation industry and create space for recreation and wildlife. But none of these benefits are risk-free. So with that, we have a responsibility to make sure these structures are um, not hazardous to downstream communities. So we have a tremendous workforce of dam safety professionals within the Corps of Engineers that carry out our programs to make sure these projects deliver those intended benefits while reducing the risk to people, property, and the environment through continuous assessment, communication, and management. So flooding can occur near our dams in a variety of different scenarios, and we want to make sure we're sharing information to make sure the public is aware of the risk to them about our dams and also possible flooding so that you can manage your own risks for how to prepare for a flood event. Thank you. Yeah, and I think, you know, to add on that, I think Travis made a, a bunch of really good points about the benefits of dams. And I think, you know, really when you hear about a dam in the news, it's when something's gone wrong. Obviously, there was a, a failure in Michigan, uh, Oroville Dam spillway issues. Of note, both of those dams were non-federal dams. They were locally owned facilities. And so our program is really trying to target those types of facilities and get them fixed before they fail, before they have a problem. You know, we want to keep them out of the news. But, um, you know, Travis is right. The dams provide a tremendous amount of benefits for us in terms of flood risk management, um, water supply and storage, and really the geographically across the nation, you know, dams serve different purposes all over the place. So it's really important to, to be able to fix these dams and get them up to par so they're there when we need them. I know in the West, there's been a lot of dams that need seismic retrofits, which tend to be extremely expensive. And that is the type of things that our program is aimed at fixing is, is working with the dam owners so they can go in and do some of these critical fixes. And our goal is to provide them with this low cost financing that they can spread over multiple generations. And when you think of a dam, you build it today and it's going to be there for a long, long time. You know, it's going to provide you benefits for, you know, maybe 75 or 100 years. It doesn't make sense to have the people of today pay for that whole investment. What you should really be doing is spreading that cost over time. And so you share that burden over multiple generations. And that's what these federal loan programs can do. Uh, so we're reducing the cost of capital. We're spreading that burden over time and just making it affordable for all communities out there uh, to get the, the benefits they need from these projects in a safe and reliable manner. Well, thank you for being here today. And thank you for doing uh, what you do for the Corps of Engineers and making sure that the infrastructure that the Corps has and even our non-federal partners can continue to uh, remain sustainable um, and resilient in future generations. So thanks again, Travis and Aaron, for joining us today for this edition of Inside the Castle. We appreciate you and your insights. To our listeners, we wanna hear from you what topics are important to you and people you are interested in hearing from. Until next time, be safe, be innovative, and be revolutionary. 
Thanks for joining us for this Inside the Castle podcast. To provide your feedback, email us at cw.infrastructure.team at usace.army.mil. Stay tuned for additional Inside the Castle podcasts as we explore life inside the Corps and revolutionize civil works together.